0: Dear, welcome to Inside Story with Henny. I'm your host Osadela Osaheni, or just simply Henny. And this podcast is a place where I share tips and insights for personal development, to help you increase your productivity and just be a better version of yourself generally, from my experiences, opinions and findings. Feel free to check my previous episodes. hello welcome back so today's episode i'm interviewing a special guest someone i consider a networking guru and is doing so well in the social impact space is the founder of go a bit further africa the one and only andrew igbineweka welcome sir i'm so excited to have you on my podcast today so can we get to know you sir
1: My name is Andrew Nurka, like you already said. I am the founder of for Father Africa, where we provide affordable mentorship for university students across Nigeria and Africa. I'm also a community management consultant, so I help small business owners, brands, and um, people who run communities. I help them build a community around their brand, around their products, and around their message. I'm also a networking strategist. I help people facilitate networking events, as well as help curate networking experiences for business owners, career persons, and individuals. So that's me in okay, summary. Thank you very much,
0: sir. That's amazing. So, um, can you just tell us a bit more about going a
1: bit further, Africa? So going further is, like I said, it's a community-based organisation. What we do is we curate learning experiences for university students by connecting them to um, what we call affordable mentorship. So we have a pool of ne- a, a pool or network of mentors who have provided um, some skilled many experiences on our platforms Mm -hmm. and then we've curated all of those experiences into a bundle that is available to university students so the idea is to teach students skills that they are not being taught in the university Um, what inspired it was was, um, an experience i had after my fourth year in the university i Prior to that time, I wanted to. I want. I already knew I was going to come into school, and I was going to do great things. I was going to pursue extracurricular activities um, that will help me learn skills. You know, I already had that planned out. And then when I got into school hundred level, I saw that there was really no time to do all of that. Not like there was no time, just that you know, I was not actively making plans for the dreams and the goals that I had set for myself, and so. When I was done with 100 level, as the first year, I went home and I was working with a recruiting firm at the time. And so I had the opportunity to interact more with um, graduate, master degree holders, and you know, the likes of those. And then I realized that these people were still suffering some of the things that even we as undergraduates were suffering, which is we had knowledge. But we do not know how to communicate that knowledge in a way that puts us forth as, you know, the right man for a job or what have you. So I saw that, okay, me, I'm in 100 level right now and I have not yet graduated. And this guy who has graduated, who has even done his master's, is still not able to communicate his value in the marketplace. And so I was. I started to ask questions, okay, what's really the problem? And then I realized that there are some set of skills that are not being taught, that students would need to communicate the value that they are, they are getting in the university. So I began to teach networking, communication skills, and the likes. And then that was how we before that was formed. And then we had our first screening, an amazing story in time that will be for later. Uh, so we do, um, yes, we have the academy, going for the academy, where we provide premium you know, mentorship to students. And then we also have the virtual campus store where we go to, we virtually, by uh, virtually I mean online, we have students from different schools in Nigeria take trainings on our platform. So um, that's just basically what we do currently.
0: So sir, how do you think young persons can gain relevance in the social impact space
1: okay um so when we talk about social impact what we are saying is um you recognize a social issue and then you provide a preferably a sustainable solution to that problem right yeah. and As a university student or as a young person, you are able to do that. What you are, you are setting yourself up for career success and even business success. Why? Because it's still the same framework. You find a problem, you create a solution, you solve the problem. Mm -hmm. And the amazing thing about it is that that very action is going to teach you a number of things. It's going to teach you leadership because leadership is about finding problems creating a solution or inspiring a group of people to create solutions to that problem or creating solutions to the problem and then inspiring a number of people to populate that solution to that problem. So that's basically the the my my own summary of what social impact really is. So how does that prepare you for life after school? Life after school is about you know finding a job to do right and what, the social, what social impact does for you is that it teaches you some skills that you probably will not learn in a structured classroom experience. So if you have taken time to learn whatever you have learned in class, find a way to convert that knowledge to applicable solutions to problems around you. It can just be, okay, you've learned, like, there's this um, very famous, is it famous now, or popular analogy I like to use say for instance you're studying banking and finance and you've learned in one of your classes how to manage um, the books right business you know um, finance documentation and all those stuff and then you find five small business owners in your in somewhere like a coastal where you are staying or wherever it is you are staying and then you decide to help them to manage their books if you do that for five business owners and they are able to scale their income or their revenue you have gained work experience by doing that and that prepares you for life after school if you take that experience and you put it in your CV and you walk up to any organization i'm not i'm not i'm not sure they are going to reject you right so that's basically the ideology behind social impact and why we always try to advise or encourage university students to, to take it up and, you know, become relevant in the ever-evolving workspace.
0: All right. Thank you, sir. You agree with me that volunteering is one of the vehicles that we can use to drive social impact. But do you think there is a direct link between volunteering and networking? Do you think... Um, volunteering has an effect on your networking skills?
1: It doesn't. I don't think it does. It just creates, it creates the platform to do it, um, to to be effortless at it, right? to do it effortlessly. What it means is that, okay, let me say for instance now, if I build a school, if I build a school and I tell you that you don't have to pay school fees to that school, right? And then mm-hmm. you come to school. It doesn't, you have to now be intentional about learning in that space, right? I, I cannot decide whether you learn or not. I just basically have created a platform for you to learn and to do so freely. So what volunteering does is that volunteering is like, that's, um... The organization is the person who is creating that platform. Volunteering is opportunity, creates assets to the platform. But if you are skilled in the art of networking, you're going to have a lot of volunteering experiences, but you have relationships that you have not maximized. Right, so it's very even as much even as even as much as you, you know, volunteer, all you of know, that. We need to learn how to network, how to sustain, how to build, nurture, and leverage relationships. You know, a lot of people have so much, see, their TV is very rich with volunteering experiences, but they do not know how to leverage um, that rich network that they are exposed to. And the funny thing is, most people volunteer for the sake of volunteering. They don't have a goal as to why they are volunteering. And so it's it basically just um, the the good that supposed to bring to them. They are robbed off of it, right? So what I would advise is that anyone who wants to volunteer and wants to use that platform as an opportunity to network, must first prove the their work. Right. What I mean is you must provide value. Not just volunteer for the sake of volunteering, but volunteer for the sake of providing value. Value that will speak for you, such that when the bosses or the people who control activities on that platform are looking out for people that they want to maybe work with, they will think of you. Or when they are looking for people who were exceptional at their jobs, they will think of you even though you are you are doing it for free so that's what you want to first that's first thing to be intentional about then after that what you want to do is you want to put yourself in places that allows you to serve because you can actually be a volunteer mm-hmm. and not serve right
0: exactly.
1: you, want serve. you want to put yourself in places where it provides you the opportunity to serve and not eye service, but make sure that you are seen. That's talking about visibility. Yeah. And all work. If you do something, make sure you stamp your identity on it. That's not pride, wow. right? That is not pride. At the end of the day, when they are taking evaluations of the people that they've worked with, you want them to be able to know that. This is what this person is responsible for, right? That is another like right thing. Track. You said?
0: I said, look, a track record of your work.
1: Exactly, exactly. So that basically forms a track record for you. Another thing is communication. And in communication, I'm talking about asking the right questions. Engaging in conversations that helps to project your intelligence because mm-hmm. we have so many intelligent people, excellent people that are not known. So okay. if, if you do this well, by the time you are reaching out to your superiors and you are saying you need help, they they are obli- they feel obligated to help you. Why? Because when you worked with them, you provided value that they could not pay for. Wow. That is that, that's just the that's the mindset you're you're creating, a way to ask people for help in such a way that they feel obligated to serve you, and that can only happen if you have been a valuable contributor on that team. So that's.
0: that's So, I know you started your organization, Go a Bit Further Africa, when you were still an undergraduate in university. So, what advice will you give to um, young persons who want to build up something while still a student, wants to start up a business or build an organization? How do you think they can balance that with academics?
1: Okay, I think what, what people, university students need to do is set a goal for yourself, right? Set a goal for yourself. The goal that I set for myself was first class. <laughs> Even though I did not okay. hit it. But yeah, yeah. The goal I set for myself was I was going to do exceptionally in my academics as well as in my extracurricular activities, right? So my goal for academics was first class. My goal for my career social life and all those other things was, um, I, was to, I i was going i was going to be ordinary that people were, people were going to look at me and say wow guy how did you do it that was what was in my mind and so when mm-hmm. i go to class i have that at the back of my mind one of the reasons why a lot of people fail especially in in a lot of things in every area of life one of the reasons why you fail is because you don't set a clear goal. Some people set goals, but they are not realistic. Their goals are not realistic. Their goals are not smart in that sense, right? And so another thing you need to do, you need to evaluate yourself. So a level of um, awareness, self-awareness is very important. Like me, I know that I'm not dull to start with. I don't require many hours of rigorous reading to understand. And so because I know that, and I, I also know that if I'm in class I learn better when it when, when I'm being taught, right? And I'm able to retain I'm able to retain 80% of what I'm taught in class. So what happens for me is that when I'm in class and they are teaching, um applying what they are teaching to a real-life situation in my mind, so that I can remember it. And so when I now go back to read my exams, I'm able to remember what was said and why it was said and how it was said. So I don't spend... There are some of my exams, I took that I did not even read. I did not even read before. I just had a... Review. I just had a we had a group to do review together. So I just had a review group. So when they are doing their review, we just sit together. We share our insights and share our ideas, and that was it. And the funny thing was, I did not have any um, carryover. I still graduated with a two one. If I did not hit my first class, but I graduated with a two one, right? And I did in my in my in the other aspect of my, you know, career, my social mm-hmm. life, and the rest, because I set a clear goal for myself, care about what I wanted, right? And also another thing that helps is having the right relationships, right? Mm-hmm. Having the right relationship. People that are looking out for your good. Mm-hmm. So
0: that,
1: for times where you miss, um, or you miss class. People are there to tell you, yeah, you miss it. So hope, how are you gonna recover? How are you gonna do this? So that kind of thing. So relationship, setting a right goal, setting your, a right goal, the goal that highlights your strengths, and your weaknesses, so that you don't set you know an unrealistic goal for yourself. You know, so that basically helped me to really do what I was able to accomplish at university.
0: There's currently emphasis on networking. So for someone who's an introvert, what tip or advice will you give to help networking easier for an introvert? How do you think they can go about it?
1: I would tell them to get my book. <laughs> That's what I'm I tell them to get the book, The Ten Commandments of Networking or to Oh, yeah. So yeah, but to that, um, so there are a number of. It's still about understanding yourself. Being an introvert is not an excuse, right? Even an extrovert needs to understand themselves. You need to understand yourself, even as an extrovert. So it's nothing. It's not just. It's not about. It's not really. It's not really about being an introvert, right? It is more about whether you understand what you stand to do when you network. That's what it is because people will make sacrifices for what they understand. Now, Hmm. what you need to do is you can get a networking body. Who is a networking body? A networking body can be maybe another introvert that has mastered enough, enough to make connections with people. So, they can actually help you. They can just, you can just tell them your goal. Okay, I'm, I'm looking forward to meeting like two persons who are working in this space. I'm looking forward to meet them today. Please, can you help facilitate that network? I do that for people also, right? Where I follow people to events and then I help to connect them to people, you know, that they want to connect with, right? So, that's what a networking body is. A network, networking body can be an extrovert also, someone who is very good with, you know, networking. You can just, you know, get them to tag, tag along with you to an event and then they help you know facilitate that interaction that connection with you know, the people that you are looking to connect with yeah so it's easier that way another thing you do is join a community it's easier to network within a community than it is for you to walk into a where you don't know anybody <laughs> right it gets overwhelming another thing you can also to speak with the organizers ahead of time now one thing that can also help you is to go to an event not as a guest but as the host go Mm -hmm. to an event as a guest but as a host have that mentality there are a lot of that that i've shared about my instagram page so if you can take time to look at the rich resources i've provided on my instagram page um that will guide you further
0: So we've been talking about networking. How will you define networking in a sentence? What is networking to you, sir?
1: (laughs) What is networking? Networking is just simply, you know, the process of building mutually beneficial relationships with people. Right? Mutually beneficial. Emphasis is on mutually beneficial meaning that both parties are supposed to get taken return but the person who is making the apple must come with value like i used to say you are not the problem that needs to be solved you are a solution so when you are talk, when you're trying to reach out to another person or when you're trying to reach out to that mentor that you want you know, or that person that is high that you want to connect with reach out to them as a problem, right so there's Mm -hmm. a whole lot of good reaching out to people and there's a whole lot as they just get the book because the book basically simplifies all of this for you thank you very much
0: wow (laughs) thank you so much sir it's been an insightful and interesting discussion I've learned a whole lot and I know the listeners too will gain a lot of knowledge from this interview. So, so, sir, I know a lot of persons who want to connect with you. So how can we connect with you or your social media handle? So um, we'd like to engage more of your content, get more insightful tips and know you better.
1: Okay. Um, So there are a number of ways you can connect with me. You can get my book. The Ten Commandment of Networking is up for sale. Three thousand five hundred. You can sign up for. You can sign up for a networking mixer coming to you if you're in Benin. We have one planned for thirtieth of October, thirtieth of, of October, twenty twenty two. I'm saying twenty twenty two because I don't know when you're going to be listening to this. Uh, and then we also have. Um, I have a master class coming up this October 2. It's, it goes for 7.5. But right now we are onboarding people for one five. So once we are set to move it forward, we are going to revert to the original price for the master class. And that one five is really it's really um it's really only accessible to members of our community. So if you want to join the community, just reach out to me on any of our platforms. My name is Andrew Binewaka on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on Facebook, on Twitter. My name is Andrew Binewaka. Search for me and you'll find me. Thank you very much.
0: Thank you for listening to this episode of Inside Story with Haney. I hope you enjoyed listening. And if you did, please share with your friends. I would love to connect with you on Instagram at heine underscore designs on Twitter at Benedo Usah Bye for now.